And this is the Tag and Brando podcast, brought to you by us because we pay for all of our stuff. <laughs> we have no sponsors. Nobody even knows we're here. Everything so. is coming straight out of our pockets. You're welcome. Yep. I mean, you brought to uh, brought to you by our disposable income from our various employee employments. Thank you, such. jobs so. and yes. people from those jobs. Yep. Um, but yeah, this is uh, a little bit of uh, just a friendly conversation. We're gonna be nice and just talk about yeah. good things. Yeah, and um, pointless a little things, bit about maybe. us. Yeah. Uh, Taggart and I have been uh, friends for quite the long time. Yes, sir. Several decades, we could say. Some would Three say. Three is several, right? Three. Sure. We're, 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 we're approaching several four. Several has I would a say four. loose definition, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so we're going to just kind of um, go through a couple of segments here with uh, something I call the question of the day. Uh, Taggart's got uh, something to trigger our memory. Boom, boom, boom. And um, how about just uh, a little bit of new? Something yeah. new from me and new from him. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, Taggart. Yes, sir. You got all that? I got, yes. I mean, I've only been here a few times, so the format's still <laughs> a little bit okay, you know, up in the air. But yeah, I, I think I got it. I, I don't. I don't want to like you know catch off guard or something. If you're a little worried about you know, I mean, any of those. Any I'm of those a. Li- I mean, n- not any less worried than normal, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think uh, I can uh, handle it's not, it. It's not the segments themselves. It's it's really. I mean, the topics. I guess because right. you know, you could you could do a triggered memory on like you know your saddest moment and it's like i don't want to do that that sucks yeah dude <laughs> anyway when we start scraping the barrel you'll realize we'll be telling <laughs> exactly. lots of sad stories uh, yeah man this podcast just took a real left turn <laughs> i used to have an okay time uh, but now i just yeah. get depressed yeah but um uh we're gonna do uh a question of the day yeah. that um i think a lot of people would see as I mean, it could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, Taggart, what is your kind of go-to uh, gambling strategy? Like, uh, are you in it for, like, the uh, long odds where it's like, man, if I put in a dollar and I get, like, you know, the odds of, you know, payout is, you know, ten thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars yeah i'll throw down a dollar or is it like eh, if i put down a dollar and i get deck a dollar oh five yeah i'll play that because that's that's doable you know kind of a thing so what's what's kind of been your your go-to or what would you say you'd be comfortable kind of putting out there well i'm not much of a gambler as it were you know uh no mm-hmm. kenny rogers <laughs> um right. you know i don't i have no idea when to hold them um so <laughs> so i i mean mike's the extent of my knowledge has to do with like you know 
blackjack apps or whatever on your phone or blackjack apps computer you know you know Mm -hmm. i played a little solitaire back in the day um (laughs) gambling on solitaire i i will say this about solitaire Mm. just that you brought it up yeah the interesting thing about solitaire is literally there are just some games you are just no matter what not going to win the odds are like, way against you in solitaire. Like real bad. Like real bad. Yeah, like like it's and I have like uh how dating ad, dating advice is like solitaire. Yeah. Like for a lot of people, it's like or I mean I would just say like uh, like people are going to do like when you're playing a game of solitaire most people's strategy is you take the next opportunity, right? If you get uh, an ace, right, pops up, you're gonna you're gonna throw that ace up there. You better throw you it know? up. It's bet yeah. dumb if, if you don't yeah. own the ace. You know, it's it's very rote mm-hmm. until you get like you know where you flip over two black nines and then you come up with that red eight and you're like, ooh, okay. Or like the you know whatever and you're right. like where which one should I put it on or like you know when I move the nines which nine should I move should I move this one or should I move this one because this one's got more cards underneath it so it's probably better this one but and like that's like where supposed strategy comes in but you don't like pass up opportunities no you're go- yeah you know. you're I mean anyway like you, if you don't you've go started like, oh, solitaire can- then you're already losing. And so you just have to say, I'm, you know, I'm losing until you don't lose, uh, which is very rare. But there are some solitaire apps and onlines or whatever that I've played that you like every move you like get a little coinage or something. And I never come out on top on those. So I actually do remember that now that I think about it. Like, yeah, they're they're like the different solitaires and they'll give you points and stuff like that. But yeah. I've never played it for money. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I don't know if I've done anything. I don't. I don't know if I've gambled any money ever. Really? No, I don't think so. Gambled any money ever? All right. No. So do you remember? <laughs> this is getting into triggered. Terrible question of the day. <laughs> no, but no, but. I'm very timid of a person. So like when I'm playing blackjack on a phone or a computer or something like this, it, it, I, you know, I'm like, what's the lowest amount that I could put down? Okay, great. I'll put that down. Uh, <laughs> right. Am I gaining money? Great. Am I not? Um, I just don't want to, you know, when I'm done, I don't want to be under what I started with. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have a big strategy mm-hmm. of that, I guess. Do you remember when we went to Vegas with our families? Yes. Do you remember my you mom? Were, you you were not 21. No. <laughs> I was no. very not 21. No, yeah. no. This is a long time ago. Do you remember mm-hmm. my mom uh, played slots? Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember that specifically, no, but I don't. remember not being able to go in to do anything at the... What's it called? Do you know? Yeah. Well, we were walking through the casino one day or something uh-huh. at one point. And it was probably my family and probably not you guys were there. But my mom's okay. like, let me show you guys 
why you don't gamble. And she threw a quarter. <laughs> she threw a quarter in a slot machine, and mm-hmm. you know, pull the thing down, expecting to lose her quarter, and then be like, "Look, guys, look, we just wasted you're just money. throwing money away. If you gamble, yeah, 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 do, 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 do." And she won like three dollars. So she was like, "This is not the point I was trying to get across. Let's leave now." Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, that was, uh, that's my, that's my gambling experience. My watching my mom throw a quarter in a slot machine. Um, so yeah, what's, uh, what's, uh, so if I had a strategy, it would be like bet low, hopefully gain a little bit and mm-hmm. have the foresight to leave soon. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's. I mean, that's the thing is the, the biggest pitfalls that you're going to get come on is the throwing good money after bad, right? <laughs> you know, and once you, yeah. Um, so I try to adhere on those games. Once I'm below what I started with, even by mm-hmm. one cent, I'm out like done. Like, uh, right. You're not gaining, you know, right. It's not, uh, it, it's not good to keep going. You're just going to keep going in the hole. So, Right. And that's kind of it. Like when I uh, went out and played some blackjack um, at a friend's uh, birthday in Vegas, it was very much like, all right, this is our entertainment. Right. You know, you would spend a couple, you know, decent monies on a show. And so this this is our show, right? This is what we're doing tonight. Gotcha. And so here's... Here is my hundred dollars. That is my show money. We'll say. Uh huh. And we played blackjack, and um, then when I was up, and I was up to the point where I was over a hundred dollars, then I took that hundred dollars and I set it aside, and then I bet only the extra. Okay. And then um, I actually got over another hundred and then so i put that aside and um, only bet the extra so i turned i ended up turning that hundred bucks into like i think it was like 430 which was awesome get out of here you know that extra 330 bucks paid for you know the trip basically the the gas money in the hotel and all that kind of different stuff so that was pretty awesome in and of itself but that's you know the same kind of thing that you were talking about where it's like okay here is the money i've committed right when that money is gone if that happens then i'm i'm done and um and pretty much like i don't know it was also like i i was kind of pissing off the other people at the table cuz i also would sit out a couple hands every once in a while and they somehow think like then they get your cards or whatever and they're like oh like why did you set that one out like blah 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 and i'm like do the math man if i had set that out or if i had been in it then you wouldn't have gotten the second like it just doesn't you know like (laughs) one one extra person being out of the game completely screws the or completely changes the outcome in the entire game right you know like and stuff like that so um but yeah it's it's just interesting because yeah i that was my that was my strategy there, and then mine is just yeah very much like 
you know, if the odds are like, it's all about like how much you're betting, not necessarily how much you're going to get. Right. Cause right. like, you know, like you could like, yeah, you can bet on the lottery for, you know, millions of dollars or whatever. And it's right. like it's three bucks. I mean, I wouldn't do it every day, but you know, you know, every couple of years, maybe I'll buy a lottery ticket or something like that. Okay. Um, but it's not necessarily something that's like, oh man, like I got to play the lottery every week because like, what if my numbers come up on a week that I'm not playing and then I'm like going to be so pissed. It's like, I never look at the lottery, so I'll never re- even realize that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Kind Your odds are the yeah. same. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's the same. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and that's the thing is like, the funny thing is, when you like if if you you know ever played you know like the lottery and picking you know whatever it is six or seven or whatever numbers yeah and everything like that like you're like okay like I can match a couple of these like da 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 and you're like the odds are you know a hundred million to one or you know five hundred oh, million yeah, to man. one or whatever and it's blah crazy. blah blah and then and then when you get like when the lottery drawing comes out and you're like I didn't get a single number like. 72 who thinks of 72 72 doesn't know like you know yeah that's a bad like, number Ooh. man yeah so um i do remember like the first time i went gambling in vegas though um it was a um it was early in the morning like 9 30 okay it was at Circus Circus, okay. which is probably being torn down at this moment because it is terrible. <laughs> um, I was, um, yeah, I was like down there for like a wedding or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I'm about to get picked up by, you know, the person I drove down here with. Um, and I just want to put down a bet. And Circus Circus, I knew, had, like, the lowest minimums, like you were talking about, right? Right. <laughs> trying to bet, bet as small as – can I throw down, like, 25 cents? Because I'd be happy if 25 cents became 50 cents. I would be fine with that. Do you guys you know? take uh, wood it's chippings? Like, yeah. Because I got exactly. a lot of those. I will go for half a stick of gum for a full stick of gum. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's the risk that I'm willing to do. Um, but, yeah, so it was $2.00. A uh, two dollar minimum. Okay, and it's sorry, it's ten or like you know before ten a.m. on a Monday morning. Right. So this is like these people are like either dedicated or have nothing else to do. Oh, and so been there's there people for and there was months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They live for this time to come gamble, and it's not like a high, you know. Let's all like get you know doing this thing at you know the prime time at 2 a.m while everybody's just like liquored up and everything long story short as it's actually a short story that i just made way longer (laughs) um i I put down my two dollars yeah i i got a push okay which which resulted in me getting my money back and instead of the cash i put down they gave me like two like coins, you know, to uh-huh. like at Circus Circus, they're so old school that their dollars are actual like like tokens, metal, 
yeah. to metal tokens as opposed to chips. You're like, uh, um, where's the closest uh, car wash? Because I need, I want to go <laughs> wash my car with this. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> but they gave me. He's like, and I got the push, and he gave me two, um, the two uh, coins, and I was like, all right, I'm out. I literally said that. I'm like, I was like, I'm out. And all these like old people were like looking at me like, what the f was that kid? Like, like you put down two dollars and you you didn't win and now you're gone. And I'm like, that's all I wanted. Now I got some souvenirs, you know. Like, I got two dollars of souvenirs and I am good to go. And uh, and that was right. it. Like you know, very very small risk and everything. Because yeah, I mean, I mean you have to see it as entertainment if you're in a situation like that other than that you just there's it's just not worth right throwing throwing out there so yeah i i definitely see it as yeah it's entertainment like i i also have bet on um sports events legally oh like in vegas like went to the bookie and and i will say it makes the sporting event a little bit more exciting right yeah on ufc fights and yeah, it like it makes something that you really are kind of like, meh, all right, ooh, uh, that's cool. Punch that guy in the face, you know, <laughs> a lot more like, go, go, no, get up, get up, you know, like it, it, you know, get your blood going a little yeah, bit more yeah. if you're if you got five dollars on the line or something like that. So it scares me a little bit. Like uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, like the whole you know fantasy football thing. You're like, I pull a hundred dollars in so I could play this or whatever and hopefully win mm-hmm. money in the end. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people that enjoy it and play it and have fun and it's not a big deal. Just knowing myself, mm-hmm. like I feel I would go way deep and I don't know if I want to do that. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, it's I interesting you, you bring up something like fantasy football because like, yeah, fantasy football, or it's 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 weird because like it's like yeah i'll i'll throw down a couple of bucks on something that i have no no chance like i guess that's the kind of the thing is a lot of times i'm like well i'm putting this money down again as entertainment just right you know see what see whatever because it's things like you know i've i've put like five dollars into like a bracket for you know March Madness or something like that. Okay, where it's like, yeah, right. right. Like Stephanie and I did a bracket for her work one time, and literally what we did was we went through the mascots and tried to decide which one would win in a fight. <laughs> and that were you, and then those were your choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, all right, let's see here. This one's a bulldog, and this one is uh, a cowboy. Ugh, okay, let's see. Well, we're gonna go with cowboy. That's probably gonna win this fight. All right, <laughs> He's got this a gun. one is a wildcat, and this one is a bobcat. Uh, <laughs> that's <right>? close. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's literally what we did was we that's just funny. went through the matchups and just you know pit the pit the um, we did terribly, but pit the, <laughs> the mascots against each other um, and stuff like that. So. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like five bucks. You do it for office, you know, camaraderie or whatever. Right. You know, it's like paying $5 towards the, 
you know, the party fund, you know, that you're never going to see again. Right. Um, but something like fantasy football where you got to be involved and you got to be making decisions every, every week and, and yeah and stuff like every that every game and you're like who do i put in and who's my roster mm-hmm. and yada you like, and do i know this guy and yeah like a hundred bucks oh that would be terrible yeah i'd be like i would hate doing that just trying to pick at everything and just like you know something pressures on the line because it's like oh that Right. Well, and it's just like you got to be on every day looking Mm -hmm. at the, you know, every week, like looking at the stats and who's, who's, Mm -hmm. who on your roster now is better than they were last week because of their performance and shifting Mm -hmm. people around. It just seems like a big investment for definitely never winning. I mean, (laughs) obviously people win, but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't foresee that for myself necessarily. (laughs) So, right. That I guess that's kind of I mean if you're looking at gambling in a kind of just conceptual base, right? Somebody has to win, right? Like the majority of games, the majority of contests and things like that. Like blackjack in Vegas, you somebody does not have to win. Like the dealer could literally win every single time. Well, like statistically, the house is still really winning. It's still. Oh, hundred percent. Like, right? yeah, but. right. But I'm just saying like, you, you think of something like, you know, most jackpots, right? right? Most jackpots will mount and mount and mount and mount and mount and mount right. until somebody wins. And that's the appeal of like a jackpot is like, oh my gosh, nobody's won this yet. Like the odds of somebody winning it are just going up and up and up as the amount goes up and up and up. Right. Right. Which is not necessarily true, but it yeah. Well, it's not even right? <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, like the odds of somebody winning this, you know, it's like, yeah, the odds of somebody winning it are still, you know, the same. The same. <laughs> it, it, like, I mean, depending on how you're looking at this the the whole thing but it is interesting because like in a fantasy football you know somebody's going to win you know you right. got a team of you're you got a uh league of six eight people and all of a sudden you're like your odds are like one and eight well i mean probably this guy is way better than you and cares way more about it and got his first draft picks and yada 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 um so his odds are way better right than yours or you know you know that girl just like you know lucked out because you know her defense defense or whatever i don't know but yeah it's like um but somebody has to win it's not like all that money that all five of or six or however many of you put together is just gone right you know so I think that's interesting. I mean, there's stuff that nobody wins, like the March Madness, you know, like perfect bracket kind of stuff. But there right. are things where you're like, ah, oh, they draw you in because the it's like, oh man, that pot's so big, nobody's won it. And if I like, but the it's getting ripe. It's getting ripe for the picking. Anyway, or even sports games where it's like fifty-fifty, you know. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, 
everything everything's a little bit of a gamble, but uh Yeah, we gamble every just, day. Get in the car, yeah. we're driving. It's a gamble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody was up but, way uh, too late looking at their uh, their fantasy football stats, and they aren't really <laughs> awake, and they're behind the wheel, you know. Or they're trying to make that trade while they're you know they're texting the right, commissioner right. to make that trade while they're going through a light, and you know bad things happen. Obviously, a lot of gambling right now. You're going outside, you're coming in contact oh, with yeah. people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, COVID. Yeah. I mean, this isn't necessarily a new, but, uh, I mean, just a little thing. Uh, we went and got our, uh, we went and donated blood. Oh, yeah. For just good measure. At the same time, they're testing for uh, antibodies for COVID-19. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we are, uh, we are both negative for antibodies. So, so you uh, haven't had it. Supposedly, we haven't had it. So, Did you think that maybe you had? Oh yeah, there was. Oh man, there was because you were sick for a bit. Two and a half weeks in January, where we were both just dead, and I feel kind of bad about it now. Because like, yes, I went out at midnight looking for cough medicine, like going and driving to Walmart and realizing it closes at midnight and being very frustrated yeah. and then driving from gas station to gas station until I finally found uh, a um, grocery store that was open so I could just like just guzzle cough medicine. <laughs> Gross. I just had this. Yeah. I just had this terrible, just unproductive cough. It was awful and I could not sleep. And Interesting. Um, Stephanie had the same thing, and, and like both of us were out of you know, like took off work for a couple of days and everything like that. So, um, but that was like in January. So, interesting. Like, we were sick yeah. in February or March. Almost everybody mm-hmm. here, and so we kind of oh yeah, I remember similar. that. So I don't. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I mean, maybe. I mean. I could also just been like the flu was awful this year or something, right? And then got double off, trip a hundred times off water, but but yeah, what uh, what do we got for triggered memory? Well, I wanted to talk memory. Memory. I was thinking about you know the OG scenario of staying home and how that seems so nice oh. And, being uh, sick. <laughs> exactly. Being sick and staying home and being like, ha ha, I don't got to go learn nothing today. <laughs> or or even I don't have to go to work today because, oh goodness, I feel like the poop stick. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I wanted to get your take maybe. Uh, what What's your usual doings when you're sick at home? Maybe back in the day. Maybe... Uh, you know, just in January, what, 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 what did you end up doing? What did you watch stuff? Did you just sleep? What do you do? Um, for me in general, I feel, um, like the two different types of sickness are handled. Like if you're nauseated, you just got to throw up. <laughs> like you, you can't, you just gotta like fight through it. And just throw up uh-huh. and like and everything like that. And so like, I mean, when I was a kid, I would literally just like 
sleep in the bathroom. Like, just curl up on the tile because it was cool. I probably, really? Because I probably had a little bit of a fever, and I would just curl up right on the on the bathroom tile so I was right there ready to go because and I remember Ugh. specifically one time I I like woke up in the middle of the night I'm like I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up this is gonna be terrible and went into the bathroom and like laid there for I don't know maybe like a couple hours I couldn't I don't remember what time I woke up in the middle of the night and then my sister came into the bathroom and I, she's like I have to take a shower so I can go to school and I was like uh well can you go upstairs? Cause I feel like I'm going to throw up. She's like, no, all my stuff's down here. You go upstairs if you're going to throw up. And like, I, um, this was on our, at our other house, right? Uh-huh. In Rhapsody. Yep. Or not Rhapsody. Yes. Where you live. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Don't tell them where we live. So, yeah. So we were, um, so I just remember getting to the bottom of the stairs and just looking up that long staircase and just being like, and just right on the bottom stair, oh. just throwing up and everything like that. Um, but yeah, so like if I, and then after that, I'm like, great. So after that, I'm, you know, watching TV and doing all this other stuff that I can do. And then I feel then like, you know, if my mom's like, you should have gone to school today. It's like, no, I threw up. That gets me out. <laughs> that gets me out of school. <laughs> throw up is free game. Um, yeah, dude. But um, specifically, I remember one time, the one time I got my wisdom teeth out. Ooh. Um, and I, my sister was out for like three, four days or something like that. Like she was just, she did not have a good experience when she got her wisdom teeth out. Yeah. And so that was what I was anticipating. And so I set myself up like before I went to for the procedure and all that kind of different stuff. I went so far as to get like um, a very like an extension coax cable, like okay. a long coax cable. Uh-huh. So that and then I went and I rented and picked out like I think it was like ten or so DVDs. And I literally had the DVD player right next to the couch that, you know, pulled out from under the TV right next to the couch. And then I had the, um, the stack of DVDs and like all the stuff that I would need for everything, just like, um, all lined up and ready to go, um, to make sure that I didn't have to, move at all (laughs) like i could sit on the couch and just um sit on the couch and just plug in the next dvd um without having to move i took my like vicodin or whatever my like first dose of vicodin Uh uh fell asleep for a couple hours and you know woke up the next day and i was totally fine and actually called my boss and went into work. <laughs> really? But I had like, I had like scheduled like three days of PTO and all that kind of different stuff. So like, yeah, I just like sat there. I was like, man, I am ready to go. Like, I don't have to move off this couch. DVD player is within, you know, arm's reach, DVDs, food, water, my little s- syringe thing with s- saline solution. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
to make sure I don't get dry socket, all that kind of different stuff. Woke up next day, like, hmm, I'm all good. All right. So what about uh, what's your sick, sick strad? Did you? Oh, dude, if I feel bad, all I want to do is lay around. Right. And. uh, Oh, yeah. I forgot to say, yeah. So if I'm nauseated, puking, if I'm just sick and achy, sleep. Just 100%. Really? Gets me through. Yeah. Anyway. I wish I could sleep straight. I'm not a good straight sleeper. So Hmm. I'll lay down. I'll turn on a show. I'll watch whatever it is. Um, But that's usually what it is. I'll set myself up on the couch, lay down, and Hmm. do the thing. Um. I know that usually I would feel better if, like, in a throw-up situation if I threw up, but, dude, throwing up is one of my Mm -hmm. least favorite things in the world, and though I know it'll Mm -hmm. make me feel better, I will fight that until it is not possible anymore. Right. I do not like it at all. I'm, like, not... I'm not one to, like, you know, make myself throw up. Right. Because... I think your body really needs to be like, okay, I've got everything I need <laughs> where it needs to be. Right. Now it's coming out. Right. You know? Right. So, so yeah, man. Um, when I was a small child, young, mm-hmm. young boy, and would stay home from school or whatever, I just plop myself down on the couch, turn on some TV, uh, you know, watch some prices mm-hmm. Right. Whatever crazy oh, yeah. daytime shows on when the soaps came on, be like, "Boo, nothing's on." Um, but the, that was a you know, that was about it. Um, I just love the commercials you get in daytime, t- or you used to at least get in daytime oh, yeah, TV. Dude. It's all about like, like, are you injured in an accident at work? Yeah, are you are you injured? <laughs> like, yeah, all those like. <laughs> You are watching daytime TV because you don't have a jab. <laughs> <laughs> we can get you workers' comp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> Mesothelioma. <laughs> yeah. Did you used to work with asbestos? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, I remember when one time when we were first married, I was sick bad. And I don't know how many mm-hmm. days I stayed home, two or three or f- maybe even, maybe four. Maybe it was like a whole week or something. And uh, Jeez. yeah, it was like not good. But uh, but that you know that was you know ten years ago. So mm-hmm. we're getting in the age of uh, you know streamy streams and watchy watches and whatnot. And I watched, uh, gosh, I watched a lot of Psych. <laughs> I basically watched oh, yeah. Psych uh, straight through that whole time. And to this day, the theme song to Psych makes me feel a little queasy. Because oh, wow. it is. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, it doesn't, it's not bad. I can, right. I can get through it. But, like, I can feel, you know, it's psychosomatically linked to that right. time that I was sick and watched those, like, straight. And- for days. And that's and that is ten years ago. So I mean, that's probably when Netflix wasn't as good, or whoever you know, whatever streaming service. 
some of them they like they don't oh yeah the next episode until no after the credits right and they play the whole intro and everything every yeah, time it was no skipping intro yeah oh man and then you get that red screen when it gets to like the end of a movie or something right like yeah oh man early days man it yeah is, is been an interesting evolution but that's when we were watching uh, some sl- some sliders mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm trying to think like because yeah i would definitely you know watch prices right for sure um and that was that's like the go-to show yeah dude that um, that show makes everything. me think of being sick and or mm-hmm. being at my grandparents' house in the summer because mm-hmm. they would watch The Price is Right every day. And I would go into their room where their TV was that they watched. They had a big TV in the living room, but they did not watch TV there. And uh, I'd go sit on the floor between their easy chairs and watch mm-hmm. Price is Right. Yeah. Dude, that show... It's so funny. It's such a yeah. I mean that. I mean, plenty of gambling on that show. You know, you're just like, right? What kind of game am I gonna get? Is it actually like a strategy game, or is it like pure luck? You know, right? Just plinkoing it. You know, <laughs> right? You just like everything. I trust the audience. What's that? What's that? Phone, phone number four. Number four, please. Um, right. Yeah. They have some bizarre prices for stuff. Dude. How much is this car? And it's like. You know, oh, you got to get these numbers in order down to the dollar. And it's like nobody pays like $14,628. Like, where did you get this number? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because everything else is like, you know, this can of tuna. Or it's like, is it a dollar ninety-eight, Or is it only 90 set in like 97 cents? Right. Like, yeah, those are, yeah. Those are actual prices or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> this car is just some random up there number that you're like, this, you know, like, am I getting all the options? Like, what? what is what is this very bizarre, you know, non-sticker price? Yeah, it's basically that, that the, the producer's brother bought a car and he can't pay for it. So he just thought he'd sell it. <laughs> yeah, how much is he, what he, he left on his it. loan? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. S- oh, sickness. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't. Yeah. Now we have to stay home regardless of whether we're sick or not. So it's crazy. World turned upside down. I know. And like, there's so many things. Like, it's like you, you know, getting back to work. People are saying like okay well you'll have to sign a document every day that you are non-symptomatic and stuff like that and you know if you are sick or feeling sick you know or have a fever or any of these symptoms it's like you know stay home tell your manager and stuff like that right. it's just like i don't even know why i would even bother to try to come in <laughs> yeah <laughs> why go so... why go back if you can do your job at home like i, I just right. you know i don't know i would Mm-hmm. I would think a lot of companies would keep the op- the option open to stay at home to work as long as oh, yeah. possible, mm-hmm. you know. 
for right. for indefinitely, I would think would be smart, honestly. Mm-hmm. Overhead, but I don't know. You you never know. But uh, right. yeah, so there you go. That was a trigger memory. Yeah. So what do you got for the new? I want single new. Yeah. No news. I want to talk. The new. I want to talk about a Disney movie. That's right. A Disney movie. A Disney movie. <laughs> hey, have you seen? Like what's go one ahead. One or two of them. No. There's only been a couple, so I probably could guess. <laughs> you cannot guess, but go ahead anyways. No, really, you don't no. have to do that. Um, I, I don't know. Are you familiar with a little movie? Apple Dumpling Game. Nice, no. but also no. <laughs> are you familiar with a little movie called Peter Pan? Peter Pan, the animated... I want to say story. The animated version? Yes, of course. Okay. Disney's Peter Pan. I am I am familiar with Good. that. Great. Perfect. I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk okay. about <laughs> is a little movie called Peter Pan Return to Neverland. Are you familiar oh, with yes. this movie? I am familiar or I am cognizant of its existence. I have seen parts i am don't think i've seen the whole thing well, or this remember, is where i have lived the, for most of my life yes i vaguely knew at some point in the 2000s they made a sequel to peter pan but i did not right. see it and i did not care to see it and uh, <laughs> and then i this saw is, it um this, this lion week, king two and a half or one and a half and <laughs> you know have you seen lion the king return two? of jafar and so on and so forth. Quick, quick story. Do you know the story? So my uh, my mother's side of the family would have these reunions at this cabin. Uh, we uh-huh. called it a cabin. It's like three stories high and has uh, firemen's poles from the third floor to the second and from the second floor to the first, like two different ones. Mm-hmm. They got right. porches uh, all that wrap around the whole building on the second and third floor. It's huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. So we'd go and we'd stay and we'd have these family units. Anyways, like when I graduated from high school, maybe it was, I'm not sure exactly when, but it was right after high school. Sean came with us to the last family reunion that I had, that I've been to at that place. Mm-hmm. And my cousin's little boy, who was like, I don't know, two or three, he was not old. Uh, mm-hmm. He he could he could climb up the 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 flagpoles. That's not the point of the story, but the fireman the poles? fireman poles. And I was like, how do you? What is this kid? Um, but he could work the VCR. Good. Yeah. So one time we went to go watch. A good movie. And I don't remember what we were going to watch. We were going to watch a good movie. And he came along and said, no, let's watch this. And us being old people at this point, we're like, yeah, 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 do what you want to do. And he put in Uh Lion King 2. And we watched Lion King 2. The first time, Uh it's fine. Didn't hate it. It was okay. It's not great. Right, but right. 
After we watched it about five times, we were like, we're going to kill ourselves. There wasn't a lot to do for, for the, <laughs> it five times for people our age. He Every time we went to watch something, he would come and put the movie in. And we watched it, I don't know how many times, too many times. Uh, Ugh. And uh, it just every time we would be watching something, he'd come and s- switch it out. And we're like, okay, looks like we're doing this again. Uh oh man, hot pokers in the eyes. It was rough. Anyways, back to what I'm talking about. Um, Peter Pan two, Return to Neverland. To Neverland. For those who are mm-hmm. not familiar, let me give you a brief rundown. So, uh, Wendy grew up. What? That's right. What? Wendy grew up. Wendy Moria Angela Darling. You're familiar with her full name from Hook. Good for you. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> the Maggie one in the same older Maggie Smith looks older in that movie than she, she does, does now to this day yeah for yes. sure you're like you're like McGonagall and she's like no yeah. older um mm-hmm. so so uh Wendy grew up Wendy got married Wendy lives in the same house in London of course it's World War Two. London's getting bombed. The next day, they're going to have to ship the kids away. Uh, This is on the cartoon? Yeah. Does this sound a little bit like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yes, it does. Same premise. Okay. (laughs) Her daughter, named Jane, who has the worst haircut ever, by the way, um, I was like, (laughs) Wendy, you upstanding citizen and woman, how could you let your daughter's hair be this cut? It's ridiculous. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, they they decided to make a full-length animated movie with that haircut. I don't understand. Um, and that's, again, beside the point. Jane. I'm looking this up. Oh, I do remember Jane's, like. It's bad, weird right? Bulk cut. It's yeah, a weird. And, yeah. It's a weird Bob. A line mm-hmm. thing. Um, she has a younger brother. Don't remember his name. Um, but, you know, of course, Wendy always believed. And so she taught her children about Peter Pan and all his adventures. And she'd tell them stories about it. The the, the young son, you know, he's got pajamas that look like Peter Pan. And he's like, Peter Pan is cool. And, and Jane, mm-hmm. tell me another story. And because... Danny. Danny. That's right. Danny. Mm-hmm. So Jane flips out because she has to like grow up basically just like Wendy did in the first one um, because she had to leave the nursery. This is a little bit more serious. She has to leave the city because of World War II. Um, <laughs> but she is unhappy about it and flips out on her mom and is like, Peter Pan's not real and... and and, and I don't want to protect my brother and tell him those stories. And I don't want to go. And <laughs> she flips out and, uh, you know, says mean things and kicks her family out. Now, in the first movie, Peter was hanging out there because there were people there that believed in him. Jane don't believe in this moment. Right. See, but Peter Pan doesn't come and get her. Captain Hook flies his fairy ship 
there and kidnaps her. Also, um, stand like hook much? Anyways, so... <laughs> so they go off, blah, blah, blah. I miss some of it. Um, she gets hooked up with the Lost Boys and yada, yada. And apparently when she was younger, her mom was like, you could be the first Lost Girl. And she's like, I don't believe in things. Here, the, the, part, the part that I had the most issue with was at one point she flipped. Like you're, you're watching. This is. The, I'm sorry to interrupt. But no, this please. Is the best part about like watching these movies and stuff like that is the fact that you're just like you could just turn this movie off. But you're like, <laughs> no, I am going to commit myself to watching this so I can just have something to complain about. Some context. My son was watching it. I'm not going to turn it off. The man's watching it. He's interested. He's like, what's Peter Pan? What's he doing? What's this Jane character? Why is her hair so bad? Um, <laughs> so, so at one point, Jane flips out because Jane's kind of temperamental. Um, right. She flips out on Peter and is like, I don't have to believe in what you guys do and I can't fly and I don't think it's a real thing and... F- Pixie dust isn't real. There's this thing, the saying throughout faith, um, trust, and pixie dust. Something. Faith, 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 trust, and pixie dust. Yeah, something like that. Okay. The middle one mm-hmm. I might have got wrong, but uh, mm-hmm. it comes up over and over and over again. She's like, I don't have, I don't believe in faith and trust and pixie dust. And I'm like, why do you keep rhyming and saying that? But, uh, so she flat out says, I don't believe in fairies. <gasps> and oh. and gets out of there. And if anybody remembers anything about the actual like musical or play or old school book, like you don't say, I don't believe in fairies because then fairies die. You said it twice now already. You know what? But this is, I... This is the this the Beetlejuice. You of. can't... But it's you can't mean it. everything. The issue is you can't you can't mean it. If you okay. if you mean it, if you mean it, then they die. I'm just saying the words. I don't I don't believe it. I know I know fairies is real. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll just we'll just build this in okay that's that's for you know you just gotta clap while you say it. well that's the whole thing okay this is where my beef comes in now i liked that i was like at that moment i was like cool they brought in this thing which they don't touch on in the first animated disney peter pan that when fairies when someone says i don't believe in fairies fairies die and you gotta bring them back by cl- clapping and saying, mm-hmm. I do believe in fairies. I do, I do. And uh, and I was like, nice. They they brought it back in in the second movie, which is also like Hook and also like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. They're bringing things together, and I'm enjoying that aspect of it. But then when Jane turns around and it's like, okay, just kidding. I do have faith, and I have trust, and I like pixie dust. Um, she just goes and cries next to Tinkerbell. She's just crying, and Tinkerbell's dying, and she's just crying there. She's just crying, and, and like, internally, she must be having this realization that, yes, I believe in fairies and blah, blah, mm-hmm. And Tinkerbell just gets better. And I'm like, you got to clap. you got to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You didn't clap. Doing you it didn't wrong. say it. Doing it wrong. Oh, and then, and then, yeah, so that was my beef. Peter, so, and then she accidentally betrayed Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. Hook gave her this. Accidentally. Well, Hook gave her this whistle, and he's like, they got my treasure, and I just want to go home to my mom, which was weird. And uh, he's like, here's this whistle, and it's for their own good. They don't need the treasure. What are they going to buy it for? They're lost boys. They don't pay for things. And (laughs) they they literally steal. (laughs) You take this whistle. You, when you find the treasure, you blow it. I'll come. I'll capture Peter. I want it. I won't. Harm a hair. I won't harm one hair on his head. Mm-hmm. Captain's honor. And she's like, okay, well, that sounds kind of like a good deal. But then she goes back and she's got the whistle. But then everyone's kind of cool and stuff. And Peter's like, you could be the first lost girl. And she's like, what? And uh, and then she's like, well, I kind of... In it. So she throws the whistle in the in the water, but then the little skunk kid finds it and blows it because it looks like a fun <laughs> whistle. And then they come and they capture him, and you're like, "No, Jane did it." Well, Hook says Jane did it. Thanks, Jane's the thanks, worst. Jane. And she's like, "I didn't mean to. I wasn't going to." He, you, who blew the whistle? Uh, uh. And then he, <laughs> she betrayed them, and then she had to go rescue them, and then yaba yaba, she flies. She believes, you know. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then she goes home and then Wendy sees Peter and that was kind of weird. She's old and she's like, I still believe. She got sprinkled a little. She floated. I was like, dang, she can still fly. Um, and uh, and that was the movie. So for those who haven't seen it, you've seen it now. And <laughs> no need. And you should be angry out. that they didn't clap and that she didn't say, I do believe in fairies. I do. And that is the new for me this week. All right. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, that should be yeah. Like I hope you have that all written down as a review. I don't, but I'll go back and transcribe this whole thing, and uh, you right. know, I'll put it out there for those oh, uh, who are, who need a uh, honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Um. I'm glad that you went through that because I now definitely don't want to watch that at all. <laughs> you don't have to. Go put on the yeah. Apple Dumpling Gang again and mm-hmm. laugh to that Don Knotts <laughs> and uh, and uh, and Tim Conway. It'll be great. Yeah. Those those are the guys. Um, those are the guys in that movie, right? Definitely Tim Conway. For, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don Knotts for sure. I'm but. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's been a minute, but yeah. Classic. Yeah, yawn it out. Yeah. That's all good. Sorry. You heard that. You heard that. Good. You know, I, okay. it was a break. It's late. Yep. Two and two. Um, well, for the new that um, I've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week I have been uh, updating the old resume. What? And um, looking for the jobs in my field of study. So right now, my job is very much not what I 
am schooling ascribing for. to uh-huh. and planning on doing, especially when I have uh, completely finished school and everything like that. Okay. And so we're just looking at um, different things and being like, yeah, I really just got to start getting into um, the uh, biotech field and everything like that, get some experience there and really just get um, my lab experience that I need for my internship for my degree. Okay. Right? So um, in updating my resume and stuff like that, I mean, uh, first off, it's it's like a weird left turn to go from <laughs> the sales and customer service and uh, those retail kind of background to be like, and guess what? Now I want to work in science. Right. And, you know, and all that kind of You're like, stuff. You're like, can I get all the way back to phlebotomist? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I basically have my resume built out for, like, the different progressions that I've done at these other companies. Right. And everything like that. So I'm like, you know, I want to show my leadership skills and I want to show my organization. I want to show this. I want to show that. Um, and everything like that. And, um, like, like my last one for the job, I, for the position I currently have was like, yeah, I got to show all these other skills. And my resume was, you know, quite long in the chunk of like what I'm doing at my current role that plays into the next role and stuff like that. Right. And then when we were going through my resume, uh, so like, yeah, you got to cut all this crap down to one sentence, maybe like three, three to five words, if possible. <laughs> That's like, right. like, oh, you were a team lead. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, nobody that you're going to be talking to cares about that no. now. You know, like, oh, like, you know, you were a supervisor. That's great. You know, all this laundry list of stuff that you said in here as a supervisor that got you the job that you have now. Like, they don't care about that. They like, no, not you unless know, you can pull out different aspects that would, yeah, like tend to the job that you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And basically, I'm looking at lower level positions anyway, you know, right. that to get my foot in the door and everything like that while, while finishing school. So it's like, yeah, like they're not going to care if you have leadership experience, they're going to care if you can follow instructions. Right. (laughs) You know, you are not applying for their job. You are applying to work right under them. Right. And have no one work under you and stuff like that. So, um, it's just been, it's just been an interesting kind of like transition there and, um, and just looking for, for those types of, those types of jobs and everything like that and listing like, it's like, Oh, like, what are my skills? Well, nobody cares about, um, you know, like this computer skill, and this computer skill. They really want to just know, like, you know, what are your lab skills? What can you do in a laboratory? Right. Can you run a centrifuge? Like yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just, it's just weird to be like updating it and being like, wow, this is like, so to the point where I didn't even like edit my resume really. Yeah. Like I just opened a whole new <laughs> template and just kind of just start it over you know because it's like it's not even like paring this all down it's really just like like we're just going to start basically from scratch right. here and everything like that and that kind of seems like the um 
thing that I'm doing is, yeah, just completely getting into a new field, which is going to be exciting and, and a lot of fun um, and, and everything like that. But uh, I just, yeah, in writing a cover letter too. I'm You're like, like well, I don't oh, even man. know what to put. <laughs> yeah, cover letters are the worst. Uh-huh. And, and everything like that. And the worst part about applying for jobs nowadays is here's let's let's do your resume and then let's fill your resume out again on this digital form. Right. And I hate that. No, like it's some so of bad. the places I've been applying to have a um like an auto search feature where it basically pulls fills the stuff in for you. That's nice. Pulls it and fills it in so you can kind of just go and like edit it down and do whatever. But like so many of the other ones, it's like upload your resume here. Now fill out everything again and then answer these questions about disability. <laughs> right. And are you a veteran? <laughs> or one of them asked, do you self identify as a like disabled veteran? What? I'm like, you can't just I, claim it. I, <laughs> you can't just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I guess like, you know, if you, if you don't see your, like if, if some people might see you that way, you know, it's like, Oh, you, you have an injury from, you know, uh, your time, yeah, yeah. like in a war zone and everything like that. And it's like, yeah, I don't identify like that. Like I'm just me versus like, you know, like, I don't know. Right. It's weird. Um. Yeah. Well, that that might make more sense than some just guy coming off the street and he's like, "Yes, I was not. I'm not old yeah. enough to be in the military, but I am a disabled veteran." Right. So yeah. So it's it's just been interesting to kind of like. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I even wrote a resume because it's just like now you just gotta fill it all out on their platform <laughs> and everything like that and like, and again like. How much do you read resumes? How much do people read the cover letter? Right. All that kind of stuff. And, you know, you put detail oriented on there and then you're like, crap, now I got to reread this whole thing. I got to make <laughs> sure that there's a lot of details. <laughs> <laughs> Double check everything. Um, but, um, but yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's really it is like, I, I, I mean, I basically admitted on my thing and I'm like, I am starting a new career path and I'd like to combine the work ethic that I have in demonstrated in my promotions in these other fields or these other, um, other like industry uh-huh. and my edu- combined with my education to get me into this career path. And it's like, cause as of right now I have, uh, I wanted to say culinary, but I mean, like scholarly, <laughs> you know, experience. I have no in in industry experience right. at this point. So it, it'll be interesting to kind of navigate. Good that luck, kind of man. Stuff. That's cool. Thanks. But crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I don't know. It should be it should be interesting. So nice. Yeah. So. Hit you up with updates on that yeah. as they come. Let us know. Yeah. But that is our show. That's all. So if you're sick at home, mm. listen to this. Yes. Or if you've lost everything gambling except for your one listening device and your terrible headphones or something like that. Right. 
we uh, hope you get back on your feet. Hope you get better. And uh, we really appreciate you listening to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we are uh, always looking for uh, new stories and questions uh, and everything. Yeah. If you want to send those over to tag N Brando. T-A-G-G-N-B-R-A-N-D-O at gmail.com, the Instagram, and the tweeters. You got it. That is us. Um, and so, uh, Tag, I had a good time. Do you have a good time? Always. Always. So much. Well, well, way to stick with it. I mean, I know the format, you know, could have thrown you off. Well, you know, that. I was a little worried at the beginning, but, you know, I got through it. All right. I got through it. <laughs> Okay. All right, everybody. Well, we will check back with you next week. Thanks again. Yep. Bye. Bye.